Just a little friendly reminder out there to all you listeners, make sure to subscribe to the National Land Realty Podcast. No matter what platform you use, there is a subscribe button. Make sure to click that. That's how we measure our success and measure the value that we bring to the table. Welcome to episode number 65 for the National Land Realty Podcast, where we discuss all things land. Our goal here is to inform, educate, and entertain those of you who own land or are interested in the buying and selling of land throughout the United States. My name is Mac Christian, and I am the Chief Marketing Officer here at National Land Realty. I will not be the host of this episode. It's not every day that your boss gets to sit you down in front of an audience and let you validate your existence, but today is that day. On this episode, the CEO of National Land Realty gets to ask me anything on his mind about how we do things at National Land Realty. Ronnie Richardson is today's host, and he's worked with land real estate long enough to have sold properties in the original 13 colonies. I'm probably getting fired for that, but it was worth it. Ronnie is one of the best land agents in the country, and today he gets to ask me what the heck we do for our agents. If you're an agent and you want to know how companies like National Land Realty work, or if you're a landowner who is curious about how land agents market your property, this episode is for you. Now sit back and enjoy. All right. I am sitting here with the one, the only, Ronnie Richardson, CEO of National Land Realty. And this is a different kind of podcast for this episode. Uh, I'm handing the reins to to the big boss, and uh, I, I sort of don't know what's in store. But I, I well, I, I kind of know what's in store. But uh, what what we wanted to do was flip the script a little bit and put my feet in the fire and uh, let let Ronnie sort of take the reins and ask me what the heck we do and how the heck we do it, and and sort of you know from a marketing perspective for a national land real estate company. So. Ryan, I'm just going to hand it over to you and uh, let's see where this goes. <laughs> Mac, thanks for having me, especially on Friday afternoon. Everybody feels good on Friday afternoon. You, I can lay some questions on you. So, uh, <laughs> but coming, coming from a, um, an agent's perspective, because as you know, I've been an agent for 32 years out here on the street. And, and the one thing that did attract me to, to national land back in 17 was the fact that that we that we have some marketing because you know I, I was watching Blue Collar Millionaires uh, last night on CNBC and you know you're everything when you're running your own brokerage you are the marketing director you are the accounting department you are the sales department you're everything and so to actually have a marketing department for this company is huge to us now. I got a degree in marketing from Mississippi State. And one of the hardest things to measure is is marketing. How you know, how do you measure what you get from a billboard? Well, it's hard. You can't. I mean, it is it's brand recognition is what you get. So, you know, the things I want to ask you are based off of my experience of being in the in the ditches or in the trenches trying to get listings and get signs put up and get stuff sold and get it closed and et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, what I would say, and this, this is the questions that I hear from the agents in the field sometimes is, you know, wh where, where exactly are we marketing Matt? Cause I don't ever see any, I don't, I, I, you know, people had never heard of national land realty. 
And so the first thing I would say, ask you is what, what exactly does our marketing department do for brand recognition nationwide? Then we'll get more specific later. No, I think that's a great question. So on an, on a nationwide level, we, we work for brand, we, we promote brand awareness. So, and, and that's kind of exactly what you're speaking to. People don't know our name, right? So, and it's, it's a matter of getting the right message in front of the right people is the first challenge. And we work in a category that's hard to do that with because every brokerage on the planet wants to be in front of everybody. And so what every advertising outfit has done is created a special category, especially like if you see that on Facebook, it's a special category, real estate. Because if, if all real estate companies had their way, when you turn on your computer, you get slapped around by real estate ads every time you do anything on a computer screen. That's, and so they know that. And so they limit your exposure on real estate. So we, we have to come up with messaging that is shareable, that is transferable, that, that, that goes out to the general public. Uh, so we, we run advertising as a general towards, towards different audiences. We try to target areas where we have the highest coverage typically because we have the agents to cover the difference, right? So if, if I promote, if I promote millions of dollars worth of advertising in a state where I have one agent, I'm going to, I'm going to overload that agent and we won't, we'll provide bad service. And so we, we tend to focus on areas where we have higher density populations of agents. And we, we created spreadsheets with that with a previous advertising agency that we worked with. And so we run, we run ads there. And then it's just a constant kind of battle of what message is going to resonate. And, you know, we're, we're working on that now. We have a whole, a whole series of, of video lineups that are going to go out. And, you know, we're hoping some land. If you, if every company on the planet's trying to come up with a viral campaign. So it's one of those, like, if, if I, if I'm smarter than the next guy, that's terrific news for me. But, but, you know, there's plenty of me out there trying to do the exact same thing. Uh, you know, one of the things I've noticed yeah. that, that, that our marketing department has done is our Facebook following in the past 90 days has probably increased north of 70%. So from a brand recognition standpoint, is that, is, is, do you feel like that's an important part of our business? The fact the followers are up and up and up and up. Yeah. Social media is a great channel for brand awareness. And, and I, I credit 1000% uh, Kelly Balderrama, our director of marketing. We sort of turned her loose on creating a follower campaign. So she ran specific advertising. Uh, we ran specific advertising, creative and budget towards following. And, and you can gear that when you look at, when you look at the advertising, um, targeting that you can do on social media. You can you can designate certain traffic towards certain areas. You can do it towards conversions. You can do it towards following. You can do it towards uh, uh, purchase if you have a product lineup. And she targeted a lot of our advertising budget towards following, had had lofty goals for it. We actually haven't, we've, we've exceeded every bit of following that we've ever had. There, we've exceeded all numbers of following we've ever had, and we still fell short of our goal. We, did, we didn't pull as many as we originally had planned, but we still blew it up as far as where we where we were originally. Um, but yeah, that that had to do with just a, a really specific campaign targeted towards following, and then our our digital marketing specialist, uh, uh, Liv Winstead, 
she's done a really great job of consolidating our creative and what we look like and created a true brand look and feel off of what we do. So now we have kind of a unified effort and some advertising targeted towards following. To answer your question on what does that do? You know, social media is is difficult because there's not a single rancher or anybody who's purchased or, or sold land out there that's ever saw a social media ad and been like, oh, I'm putting a family ranch for sale. I saw this ad. It's people sell and buy when they have the time. It's just that our job is to be front of mind when they make that decision. And so is it good? It's hard to measure. Like you said, it, like did that in, was it influential? Was the, did a follower make the sale? It's you, you can't track based on that because it doesn't link through, but it does help as far as awareness. If you're putting information out there as a trusted resource and you build a following, that's when you get it. But if, if you are sort of clowning around and just trying to build followers off a silly campaign or something like that, then you're just a silly company. But if you put stuff out there that people value and they actually do follow, then you've, you've built yourself a good brand awareness. And that's what, that's what we're trying to do is we're trying to be a trusted resource that people think of when they think of land. And in, in that level, I do, I do feel like the following has an effect on it. It's not a primary sales driver, but it does add to the equation. Are we using any other social media, Mac? Are we using, uh, do we have a YouTube channel? Do we have a, a, a LinkedIn account? Uh, um, tell me what else we do social media wise to promote brand awareness for national land. Yeah. So we, we run, uh, Facebook, Facebook, we're, we're kind of an anomaly when it comes to Facebook because a lot of companies are, Facebook's sort of a staple, but a lot of people have started moving away from Facebook as, as a primary. And I, okay, that's, that's overgeneralized, but there, there has been sort of a preaching out there that, that Facebook is, is not as much of a driver as it used to be in terms of audience. But when you look at our audience, landowners, our demographic is right. It's, it's that 30 to 60 at 60, that's when your sales start happening because you look to, to divest yourself from the land, either handing down to kids or selling off um, or, or rolling into a 1031, right? Uh, the demographic on Facebook is ripe for exactly what our target audience is. Uh, we run LinkedIn as well. LinkedIn has been really effective for advertising on commercial. Uh, LinkedIn is one of those that every company I've ever been a part of and every marketing manager I've ever associated with is infuriated by LinkedIn because the audience is right for a lot of products, but it's not geared towards that. It's geared towards professional relationships. And so as far as, as a sales channel, it's one, the ads are kind of expensive, you know, compared to other channels. Um, there, there's a code to crack there that we are always trying to get to. LinkedIn is, is a big focus for our, for us. Uh, we also run on Instagram and it's associated with Facebook. It makes it easy. So we, anything that we do on Facebook, we can leverage to Instagram, different, different types of posts for each one. You know, Instagram is just more visual. It's more eye candy. Uh, we, we run a little bit of TikTok. We don't do so much Twitter. Twitter's kind of a dumpster fire when it comes to, to what it is right now. It, it has potential there right now. It's just a place for people to argue. And, and for us, you know, being a part of an argument and always getting our word out there, you do have to be really consistent on Twitter. And, um, we just haven't sort of inserted ourselves into that. Uh, doesn't mean there's not room for it, but you know, we, we, we haven't put a, a lot of focus in there. YouTube, we have a channel, 
Uh, and it's, it's, it's a mix between property showcases, podcast, informationals, videos, stuff like that. So yeah, we have a YouTube channel out there as well. I think there's an old duplicate site that's roaming around somewhere that somebody created and then nobody has the password for now. So there are actually two sites on there. I think we have not, we can't crack into it. So there's just one kind of hanging out. It's the one with like one video. <laughs> so what could our agents do for this company to, to help improve that um, Facebook presence, Instagram presence, YouTube presence. What could we as agents do to help your job be easier? You know, the biggest thing that the biggest thing that everybody can do is just work on their own personal brand. And that's in that that matters so much more than any company brand will ever matter. I've, I have yeah, I've bought and sold several houses now during my life. And, and so I'm, I'm coming at this from, I'm saying real estate. So don't slap me around for not focusing on land. What, what I'm saying is one thing I never, ever, ever did ever was went out and said, I'm going to go find out where's Remax. I'm going to go work with Remax. That never happened. It, what I did was I went out and I found the agent that I'd worked with or an agent that was known or an agent that was referred and that's what everybody does. We all do the same thing. I don't think anybody out there is ever just set aside. Like I'm going to go work with Collier's. Collier's puts out their brand. Remax puts out their brand. They go blow $2 million on the Super Bowl, And it's real funny. And you see a hot air balloon or whatever. And then you forget about it three days later. And you don't even know which agent works for them. There's, there's a certain amount of that out there. So the biggest thing that agents can do is, is promote their own personal brand on social media get known, start putting out quality content. Um, you know, what do you work with? What do you see? Land agents live in a fantasy world that every desk monkey in the world wants to live in. There's not a single person out there on a keyboard that wouldn't rather be in the mountains or be in a field or watching the sunrise. Like that's that lifestyle that gets to be lived by the people in the field is, is something that people will watch. And, and it's your personality. People want to work with those they know and trust. So be that, be the person who's known and trusted. Uh, the other thing to, to spread the word, share what we have, because we put out a lot of really great content and, and I, I've tested this myself. So I'll just throw out this tip on Facebook. Don't put the link in your comment. I, I, I just did that this last week just to try it out again, just to make sure it works. I put up a pod. Uh, yeah, it was a podcast link that I did for another interview for another company. I threw it up for 24 hours with the link in there. No one saw it. I took it out, reposted, put the link in the first comment and it blew up. So share it, grab the images that we're using shit. Like, cause we build them, we build them that way. So you can share that and it's still going to show up as a Facebook share, share it without the link. It's going to, it's going to lend to the, to the visibility a little better, but don't just share company content. Cause if you're just doing that, then that's not really you speaking, you know, do share like one to two, maybe, yeah, I would say two posts a week, but we turn it out every day just so there's something to pick from, but, but share what we have. That way you get the brand in front of people. Once you share content, it gets associated with you. If I, if I were to share articles on 1031s, people would look at that and be, oh yeah, Mac, he's the 1031 guy. He's putting out that 1031 information. I'll, I'll talk to him about that. That's the reason we put that stuff out there. Okay. Let's have some fun now. All right. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna start off. I'm gonna be an agent yep. and ask you questions. So tell me. I'm thinking about getting in the real estate business, 
and I show up in your office and I've had, and, and I've been working for myself for the last 15 years. And I say, tell me what differentiates you from my company. I'm on land.com. I have a little GIS, uh, a little bit of GIS um, knowledge. We do a few postcards a couple of times a year. And I, I know a bunch of people on Facebook, but help me understand what you guys do marketing wise that I'm not doing in my own individual company and what the value of that is. Yeah, it's, that's, that's a good, solid question there. All right. So when, when somebody's coming in and they've been running their own company, uh, you've got a lot on your mind. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of stress. And, uh, when you, you know, you like you said, if, if someone's creating, they have some GIS experience, that means they're creating some, some maps. And, and if they're sending out some postcards, then they maybe have somebody in their office that they work with, that they pay, that they, they can, they can do that. Or they're subcontracting through a local printer. Usually when you're working with a printer, you got to go back and forth with them. It costs you an extra between 30 and 60 bucks an hour to get like a postcard produced or something like that. And then you have to go and you have to figure out your fulfillment, put your contact list together, send it out those kind of things. Um, what we do from a marketing standpoint with national land realty is we supply it. Uh, you know, we'll take your mailing list. We'll send it. We'll, we'll take your request for postcards. We have designated templates. You know what you're getting. Uh, if you want to modify that, you can talk to us about that. Everything can be customized. And we already kind of know the gig as far as branding with national land realty. So you don't have to work with a first time printer and get them acclimated to what you do. Um, we just, we're able to crank it out and we're able to distribute it for you. It, it, it's basically one level of stress and thinking that you have from running a company that you don't have to have if you're working with the support network that we have. Um, and so we've built around that model. It takes up probably 60 to 70% of our bandwidth with marketing, depending on the week, uh, with, with agent requests that come in, that's our primary focus. No matter what we have externally, our brand awareness campaigns go to the side. If we get overloaded with agent requests. Um, that's, that's just always our primary, uh, we'll, we'll work with them either from a copywriting standpoint for sending out letters, uh, sending out publications. We've even helped people work on strategies for social media. Uh, we've helped people work on videos. Uh, I'm still waiting for an airplane banner. I really want somebody to request one of those just because I want to do it. But so as an agent, I can request anything marketing wise within reason, and it will be looked at. And, and by your team and, and decided whether or not that's a viable option or whether we can do that. Absolutely. Well, so with, with caveats, right? So right. I, I always kind of joke like, sure, we can do anything you want if you hand me enough money. Um, right. So, so what we're not going to do is a $4 million campaign to your general area and, <laughs> and run the cost and then give you the creative for it. We, we pull the creative side, we pull the production side, we pull the distribution and fulfillment side, all of the kind of the logistics there, but it still falls on the agent's behalf to like you, you run your company, you are, a, you know, you're a proprietor of your own company. You're, you're, you're a, a 1099 person. You, you function as a contractor, you assign with the company and you run your business. So we, we enable the services and production that lets you run your business easier is, is sort of how we focus. So if, if you want to do an ad buy in a magazine, 
let us know where you've purchased. We'll pull the creative. We'll work with their templates and get that created. So there, there is a differentiation there. We'll, we'll run the marketing, you know, from a, from a production standpoint and a distribution standpoint, but as far as the ad buys and stuff like that, that's where like we've got 400 agents nationwide. If everybody got their stuff paid for, as far as marketing, we wouldn't have a company anymore. So it's one of those, we, we got to make that balance there. You know, I saw something on, I saw something on a, um, on a TV show about national land. Uh, it's like a hunting show. Do we have access to that as an agent? Is that accessible to us? Buck ventures is probably who you're talking about. Yeah. That's where I thought. Oh, you, that was a layup. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, we've got buck ventures are actually, uh, they're, they're, they're agents with national land and, um, they've with, with, it's it's sort of like PR, right? You can put it in front of them and it's up to them which ones they want to put on there and how they want to showcase those because they have a TV show to run. If right. if I've got five acres and there's nothing on it and it's just a field, I'm sorry, that's probably not going to make it to a TV show just because there's a million five acre plots out there with a field and no and, and no building sites. It's got to be something that, that lends itself to their show. But yeah, they, they've, they've showcased our listings and it's been fantastic. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be the land. I'm gonna be a landowner now, because I know you now have your real estate license. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm gonna let you talk me as the landowner through an interview of of I've interviewed five real estate companies, and so I want you to tell me why, from a marketing standpoint. Or from a differential differentiation standpoint, what differentiates National Land Realty from every other realtor running up and down the road with a white truck dragging a trailer with a with a four wheeler on the back of it? What are you going to do for me? What are you going to do for me as the landowner, Mac? What can you do for me? Well, the, the first part of that comes down to the agent's actual effort. So what you're going to do is actually what you're going to do as an agent, right? Who are you? Are you somebody that I'm not going to go to your building site. I'm, I'm going to go out and take some photos. I'm going to throw it online. And then I'm never going to talk to you again. If that's how you roll, that's, that's your thing. But from a, from a company perspective, I, I you're right. I can talk to this because I just had this conversation uh, with, with, you know, with an individual out here where I live in Idaho. Um, they were kind of asking me about different land companies. And so I just, how I say it is this, every land company is going to tell you they do something different. There, there's something shiny in front of everybody. I got a magazine that we put out and, and like we, we send a magazine out to people. I we're in land.com. We, we, uh, we have a TV show. We, we put stuff on YouTube. We have a great Facebook follow. Anything that it is, it's, it's usually a shiny thing that, that people put in front of everybody. The key is when it comes down to it, every land company does the exact same thing. Everybody works with land.com. If you work with an MLS, then you're going out on MLS. So a lot of land agents don't like a lot of people get really irritated with the NL MLSs and the NAR and the fees and how they kind of strong arm. So some people won't even work with an MLS. Some places MLSs are not effective. So it depends on that sort of thing. MLSs are up to the agents. So but, but when it comes down to it, everybody does the exact same thing. You list it online, you try to draw people in, you contact your network, right? The, the things that do make National Land Realty unique is one, we have technology like Land Tour 360, that it doesn't exist really anywhere else. There's a couple copycats, but they don't do nearly what we do. 
And, and it's just a 3D tour of land from the sky. And, and you can zoom in, zoom out to things that are on the ground. It's really effective. It's, it's, if you want to talk eye candy, that's that is about as good as it gets when it comes to showcasing a property. People have bought our properties sight unseen because they toured it from the sky. That has happened. Um, so, so that's a huge advantage for us. We have a support network that you don't get with a lot of companies. I, if, I, if I'm an agent with blah, blah, blah company, I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus or make any accusations or anything. But one thing that we do have is I can get a listing and I've got somebody behind the scenes running my paperwork being like, you're on deadline. You know, this deadline's up. Contact this. This thing's coming up. Do this. You didn't fill this paperwork out right. That's always there. And it's always on fire. Like the people that we have in support kind of terrify me because they catch details I don't even think about. But that's what they're paid to do. And you have a marketing team. If, if you want to produce collateral, so if somebody wants to sell their property and then I want a postcard sent out to blah, 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 we can geographically target every single landowner in the area we think could be potential buyers and send a postcard to them, letting them know that property is for sale. A lot of landowners, especially in the Midwest, where uh, your lots of land tend to be, you know, in certain areas, right? tend to be a little smaller. So if you're going to expand, you got to buy your neighbor's property. So neighbors will want to know about that thing. We can target all the neighbors up to a 10 mile radius, that kind of stuff. All you got to do is tell us what you want and we get it all done. So that kind of support network doesn't exist in a lot of places. Um, you know, the, the shiny things, we, we do some shiny things. We put out our commercials and stuff like that, but whether that moved the needle or not, I, you, it's an argument to be made. I'll put, I'll put it that way. But the, the support and the infrastructure that we have as well. We have a great communication network between agents. Um, I, I had a question on commercial last week and I called up a commercial guy and got a great tutorial on a, a conversation I could have with an agent. It took 10 minutes and I had probably 10 years of experience just sort of downloaded into my brain right there. So, so those are the differentiators that I would put in front of clients. And I'm sorry, I'm probably getting a little long winded with it, but I wanted to make sure. <laughs> no, no, that's, and, and that's exactly what, what I would want to hear as a landowner is, you know, I'm, I'm getting your property in front of as many eyeballs as is humanly possible. Yeah. And, well, and, and you brought up land.com. And, and so, yeah, we run the land.com. Um, there's, there's always different levels of membership with stuff like that. It, when it comes down to it, no one's ever going to buy the, you can have an ad at the top of the screen. I, if somebody just clicked on there and bought the first property they saw, I would be shocked, but, um, I actually, I want to find that person because I want to ask <laughs> why, but you know, as long as they filter things, it, it's everything gets seen on there. We, we, we syndicate to there, um, as well as, I don't know, we've got a lot of networks that we, that we send stuff to. You know, and what and what I would say as the CEO of this company to you, Mac, as the marketing director is I, I'm, I know it's a long game and it's not a it's not an instant gratification game. And I can noticeably see a massive difference in our marketing department in the last 12 months. Yeah. And and. And I expect that to happen for the next 12 months and the following 12 months. I expect the same kind of increases in there. And, you know, between you and your team, in my opinion, y'all are doing a wonderful job. And and you've had some, you know, you've had some really good licks on some things that that we put out. And yeah, it's um, been it's been interesting. You you talk at long game, and that's that's where it's been really interesting is coming on board. It's it, we're sort of building a house from scratch, right? And and if you build a house, 
it's not pretty at first. You got to put a foundation down. You got to make sure the ground's flat first, right? You put the foundation down, you build, you build the support. So when I came in on board, there was, there was a, we had a few fractional CMOs and everybody kind of did their best to, to build an infrastructure. But when you get multiple fractionals, you get multiple opinions. And so we had a software stack that was spread out. So the first thing we had to do was make all of our systems talk to each other and, and create a data infrastructure to where, you know, I could put out all the ads in the world, but if I can't measure what's happening with them, then I don't know what's, ha what's happening. So we sort of started building all this. It took about a year and a half to get the software stack organized, to get the data organized, to make sure things actually worked, which is sort of stuff nobody cares about, right? So in that first year and a half, it's like, what are you guys doing? I can't see anything that you're doing. And it's like, yeah, I know, because it, it's all behind, it's the foundation. No one cares about the foundation. And, and it's sort of, you're playing the trust me game. And when you, when it comes down to sales, nobody wants to wait for the trust me game because you're trying to make a sale. You need something right now. That's difficult. And we sort of got that stuff out of the way now. It is, it was, it was a long, it was a long process, but it's been worth it because now we have the data, now we can build and, and that momentum that you're seeing is something that we can carry forward because the foundation is good. Well, and and I think you 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 have that uh, you got a solid foundation built there, and and you've done a great job with our PR company that that we have. Um, it it's just like I say, it's a noticeable difference in markets, whether it's radio, TV, um, social media. It, it seems like it's just just amplified tenfold. Yeah, we're starting to get out there a little more. We're we're starting to get a lot of press that we had not received in the past. And, and it just has to do with consistency. If you're consistently getting in front of publications with good information, eventually you're going to get picked up. Um, and, and we've been able to do that at a stronger and stronger level as time has gone on. And we've got some decent little appearances. You, you've had yourself on the news a little bit. <laughs> you've had me on the news. <laughs> um, well, that, that, I mean, that answers a lot of questions of, of what, what goes on in the day of the life or how do we market at National Land Realty? And I know coming up at the summit, we actually are going to put you on the hot seat. So if there's any agents out there that are listening, we're going to have a day in the life of marketing. And you're going to be able to ask these questions directly to Mac as to what goes on. So um, I, I like I'm really looking forward first to First time hearing about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> if, I, if I let it slip, I'm sorry. So you better get ready. <laughs> well, I think it's fine. I, it's the, the one thing that I can, I can say is it, it, it's hard when you're in the field, right? You can't see what's happening behind the scenes. And, and I've, it's been said often that when you don't know, you assume the worst and, and it's easy to do that. The, the, team that we have is very, very good. They've built themselves to a, a place of just being able to output quality stuff day in and day out. And, and so, yeah, I, I don't have any problem being on a hot seat. I, I, it's, it's not a matter of like, I need to be prepared to BS anything. All I got to say is what we do. And I, I feel pretty comfortable about that. Well, it's, it, the one thing you just said is, is when you don't know, you assume the worst. And one of the eye opening things that has, that has happened to me since we since since I became the CEO is the back end. What happens on the back end? Because you can't see that when you're in the field. And it's like, what are all these people doing on the payroll? What do they do? And then once you get once you open the curtain and look, then you realize what all it takes to move this machine down the road. 
And so I realized that the, the things that y'all are doing to try to help us and, and I know in the field, it's, it's appreciated, even though it may not be recognized, it's certainly appreciated. Yeah, you kind of got fed with a fire hose there because I, yeah, you came in not knowing what was behind and you had to learn for the few. And, and <laughs> it took me, it took me probably seven months just to have my head straight with, with what, with the, the complexity of the marketing department is fairly high. Like one little thing can just blow up the whole thing. And, and we have a lot of process just so we can stay organized. It, from the outside looking in, it's like, why, you know, but, but once you're in, you realize why. And it's, like I said, it's, it's hard to play the trust me game when, when somebody's out there pulling the hustle every day, you want to know that everybody's hustling with you. And, and you, you asked what agents can do earlier. And I think I, if I, now that I've blabbered a little bit, I think one of the most important things that an agent can possibly do is engage is open the emails that are sent from corporate are not just to be annoying. Like we send out information that tells you that, yeah, we've got a YouTube channel that, Hey, you as an agent, you can be on the podcast and we get 2000 downloads a month on this thing. We're on it right now. Right? So we're pulling pretty good audiences out of it. Um, 2000, I feel like it's still small potatoes. I want to grow it more. Everything that we do, we try to grow more, but there's these opportunities that agents have that it just shows me that, that, you know, probably doing what I do, right? Like when my inbox is full, I ignore half my messages. Right. And, and that's, that's happening for everybody. So the one thing that I would say to do is take 10 minutes and read what we've sent out. Look at the national and social media page, like once a week and scroll it. Cause you'll see the whole week. If you scroll, um, just engage because the stuff is there. If you want to take advantage of it. Okay. I, I appreciate it. That's, I mean, that, that pretty much answers my questions that I had for you. I mean, it, it's a, like you say, it's like when you asked me the other day, what differentiates us from another company and, and my initial reaction was we're all about doing the same things. And, but, but, after thinking about it for a little bit, I mean, we do have some, we do continue to educate our agents, I think way more than most people do. And one of the things that I hear from other agents out there is the support that we get. If an agent comes on board, has been working somewhere else, doesn't matter where it's how much more support they get here than anywhere else. And, and it, and most of that support comes from the marketing team through marketing requests and letters and postcards and billboards and t-shirts. And of course, agents want everything. I mean, they won't, they don't care if you spend a hundred percent of the money on them. <laughs> They're happy about that. Yeah. If I'm out in the field, that's what I want too. Like that's I, what I want. Yeah. I want the same thing. I, that that would make everything a lot easier. And I can joke about it, but I mean, you know, if somebody's out there struggling and trying to build their, their, their network and stuff, like I get it. Like that's, that's hard. Um, the, the, the big thing to get across there is like, we're, we're on the same team. It's not like we're out there like mocking you, like get in and take advantage of us. Like wreck our day, get stuff in because, and when I say wreck our day, I mean like give us something tough to work on. We're there. That's literally what we exist for. And, and that's what I mean by engage is take advantage of the stuff that you have available to you. Um, no one can do that for you. 
no one can tell you that you need to send a, you know, you need to get a postcard out. You need to get a good flyer created and go hand that to people. You need to um, even sales training, like learn a new way to communicate. Maybe, maybe you're somebody that just talks at people and doesn't listen and you need some sales training. We have that, right? So there, there's all kinds of things that we can help people out with that if you just take advantage of it's there. I'll tell you a short story for, for, agents that are out there because Mark Lewis had his own company at the same time in Mississippi, the same time I had my own company and we're competitors and we're friends, but it wasn't anything for us to spend $25,000 a month on marketing, trying to get the phone to ring from a landowner that has a piece of property that thinks he might want to sell it. That's the hardest thing in the world to do and the most expensive. And you know, when I look at Shark Tank, I think about cost of customer acquisition. That's what that's what Kevin O'Leary asked everybody. What does it cost you to acquire a customer? What's your customer acquisition cost? Well, our customer acquisition cost is your budget. It's basically what it is. And so it's expensive. And so, you know, again, I know it's appreciated what you guys do. And I certainly appreciate it. And I, and I see it working. You can't bat a thousand, but I, but you, you, we can see it getting better on a weekly basis. Yeah. Well, and, and the other part of that too, is I would say, you know, for, from a, from an agent perspective is, is don't suffer in silence. If there's something that you could see that could move the needle, talk to us so that we can help figure something out. Instead, what happens a lot of the time is something frustrates you. You, you move around and you, you make, you know, again, you assume the worst. And, and you get out there and you're, you're doing your day to day and you just keep on thinking about this one thing that you think can make a difference. And one, ask about it and, and inquire and, and put it out there. Don't be silent about it. Communicate. The other side is you got to hear it out when you get the answer, right? It might not be the answer you like, like, you know, if, if my, if my problem is I want to see $10 million of budget put to my particular neighborhood to get my name out there, that's harder to have. Uh, you, but, you know, but we can come up with, we like coming up with weird things to get stuff done. And so like, there might be an alternative route. So there's, there's different ways to do stuff. Don't suffer in silence. You know, we had, we had, uh, we told one guy the same thing. We we're making fun of him about marketing and uh, he wanted to run his own budget. And I said, and I said, okay, look, do not go wrap your bass boat with national land graphics, because that's going to get you zero sales. <laughs> Don't go rent a hot air balloon. That ain't going to work. And, and so we know that you, you, you got the right tools. And I think it's just a balance of, of using those tools in certain markets to maximize getting in front of people. I, I don't know if I agree with you. I really want to wrap everybody's bass boats in national. <laughs> We're going broke. <laughs> <laughs> That's really all I've got to add. That's really all I've got. All right, all right. I'll, you know, you didn't. I, I, I was, was kind of hoping you're going to rake me over the coals a little bit more. This concludes episode number 65 for the National Land Realty Podcast with CEO Ronnie Richardson putting me in the hot seat. You can learn more about land ownership and the buying and selling of land at nationalland.com.